Blog Talk Radio. The following broadcast is brought to you by the iGolf Sports Network. The Women of Golf Show is sponsored by the iGolf Sports Network and Golf Tips Magazine. iGolf Sports is a live stream broadcast and media production company providing quality programming designed to attract the golfing enthusiasts. And Golf Tips, the game's most in-depth instruction magazine with insightful reviews on the latest equipment, tips from top teaching professionals, helping you improve your game from tea to green. Good morning, welcome to the Women of Golf, the number one women's golf show around the world, with hosts Ted Odorico and Cindy Miller. Join them as they interview some of the best players from the Epson, LPGA and Legends Tour, and so many others helping to elevate women's golf. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Women of Golf. I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside, of course, each and every week is none other than Legends Tour player and LPGA professional, Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts here on the Women of Golf. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. How are we today? We are doing very, very well. A nice, bright, sunny Tuesday morning, and I'm here with my uh, partner in crime, as they say, here on the Women of Golf, so it's a great morning. Um, i got to ask you a quick question because we were talking uh, with our guest who's going to be with us in just a moment. We'll introduce here just in a second or two. Um, you said you were getting ready. What are you getting ready for? Well, I'm going to go give lessons for five hours and hop on a plane and go to Orlando to teach another boot camp. So I'm not used to flying out yeah, later in the afternoon. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like I have to think differently. Like, oh, no, I'm not coming back home. I have to have everything ready and Anyway, so I made it. I made it. I did everything I needed to do, and I just made it within one minute to get on the phone with you. Now, real, now real, yeah, real quick, I know that it's obviously full, so we don't have any room for it, but what's this, this coming week's boot camp? Is it uh, a youth boot camp? Is it an adult? Is it mixed, or what is it? Uh, it's an adult boot camp. Well, and the funny thing is, is I did a boot camp in January, with um, some adults from Buffalo and other places, and um, a wife of a guy that's coming now came, and he got a little ticked off because she got a little too good. And he's like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> She's almost kicking my butt. And I said, well, that's your problem for not coming with her. <laughs> and he said, well, <laughs> Will you do one in April? I said, well, only if you get a couple of other people to come. So he did, and then one of the women that came in January wants to come again. So we're going back down today to do another one. So we'll see Would if we can safe? help him so she doesn't beat him. Would it be safe to say he's not bringing his wife this time? <laughs> he's not. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say he's probably smart to leave her at home. Otherwise, she'd definitely be kicking his butt. All right, we got a great show for you this morning. I love that story. Um, a great show this morning. Our very special guest, Debbie Waitkus, is, is uh, joining us, and she has um, been on the show many, many times. Let me tell everybody, for those of you just tuning in for the first time, a little bit about her, and then we'll bring her on. Uh, she is a speaker, author, and founder of uh, Golf for Cause, 
she's definitely very passionate about the game and how it positively impacts people, uh, both uh, personally and professionally. Uh, as I mentioned, she's the founder and, and owner of uh, Golfer Cause, which she started in 2000 to basically empower businesswomen through the game. Uh, she also wrote a book entitled Get Your Golf On and sits on the board of the First Tee of Phoenix and Women in the Golf Industry. Uh, but she's most proud of her work with the LPGA co-founder and World Golf Hall of Fame member, uh, the late Marilyn Smith, as uh, both a confident and a co-tournament director of her annual Pro-Am. And the Pro-Am raises money for the Maryland's Scholarship Fund, which has awarded uh, well over a million dollars to young women to attend college. Uh, and since Marilyn's passing, Debbie co-founded the Marilyn Smith and Founders Legacy Foundation, uh, to for the spirit and legacies of the trailblazing LPGA pioneers. So, Cindy, let's welcome Debbie Wakus to the show this morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, Cindy. I didn't realize how much you really had on your plate this morning. Well, I'm always spinning them, as Ted knows, um, <laughs> but I'm a little bit more of a lunatic this morning. But we're okay, here. Well, thank you and for sharing me, um, sharing with me, or sharing that kind of a morning with me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a nut. But what else are we going to do, right? I don't want to sit around watching TV and sitting in my rocking chair. So there you go. Oh, God, no. Perfect. <laughs> and Cindy, as, as she pointed, or Debbie, as Cindy pointed out, she uh, is the master of spinning plates. Uh, I, don't, I don't know too many uh, other than uh, obviously yourself that uh, do as much as, as she does uh, in the industry. She just always on the go, always got things, and and uh, poor Alan gets dragged around with her all the time. So, no, he's a hard worker as well. But um... <laughs> That's true. You don't have to say no because it's true. <laughs> all right. I think there's Cindy, do you want to go ahead? There's a factor in there. <laughs> oh, for sure. I didn't hear that. For sure. <laughs> I said I think there's an entertainment factor for Alan in there. <laughs> Probably so. I think he's a little sick of it, though. To be honest with you, he's not going this time. He goes, you're going alone. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, thank God I get to rest. Anyway, so tell <laughs> us about what's going on. The online auction is live. Give us the scoop. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry we have I so can't much come going on. this year. I am sorry you can't come. We have such an incredible um, group of ladies coming. So first off, let's go up to a twenty thousand foot level. To uh, last year when you were here, Cindy, we brought back the Marilyn Smith Scholarship Pro Am post COVID and post Marilyn's passing. And in doing so, we partnered with the Arizona Golf Foundation and the Arizona Golf Association to add a two-day women's senior partners event. So it's the Marilyn Smith Arizona Senior Women's Open um, that tags onto the Pro-Am. And the day prior, we have a Sunday tea, which is a meet and greet. And, you know, it was really lovely last year with so many of the legend players coming and just having that at the Sunday TV, that kind of meet and greet, the, the, the warmth in the room, the love in the room, and um, we're repeating that again this year with the uh, big change being that the Senior Open is completely sold out, the Pro-Am is completely sold out, and the purse is higher, and the purse for the Senior Open is at $60,000. And that might not seem 
like a lot of money, but if you think back to when the LPGA Tour started, the dollar amount of the purse for the entire year of all of their events was $50,000. So wow. we've made a little bit of progress on this, end, but we've got an incredible field. And I'm only, I'm just sad you won't be here. There will be a lot of love in the room. And in fact, uh, Bob McNichols, who recently sold Longbow Golf Course, which is the home course for the tournament aspect, he reached out to me yesterday and said that Sharon Fard has um, expressed a desire to come to the Sunday Tea. And for those of you who don't know, Sarah, uh, Sharon is Heather Farr and Missy Farr's mother. And Heather Farr, um, you probably played with her, Cindy, didn't you? I knew her. Yes, I did. I didn't play with her, but I knew her. Yeah, she was um, an incredible player and sadly passed away very young um, with breast cancer. And... So Sharon wants to come and see a lot of her daughter's friends and, and the gals who were on tour or played junior golf with her. And it's funny, uh, Sherry Turner, who kind of heads up the pros for the Pro-Am and for the Senior Open and, and recruiting, she, um, I asked her yesterday if she could put a list together of not just the pros' names, but perhaps maiden names that will help Sharon um, trigger a little bit better who these gals are. But it's become a, a um, just such a lovely gathering spot. Plus, since there are so few legend events that are happening right now, the fact that this one is on the radar screen, um, the, the list of, of ladies who are coming is, is just incredible. And um, the ability to, to meet great, in fact, uh, for the program, the Sunday Tea, Joe Passoff is going to be interviewing the tournament honoree, who is Pat Bradley, along with Sandra Palmer, who was just announced as uh, an inductee into the World Golf Hall of Fame for 2024, and then two other World Golf Hall of Fame members as well, which are Sandra Palmer, or excuse me, uh, Susie Burning and Joanne Carner. And another World Golf Hall of Fame member just decided to come because she wanted to compete, and that's Hollis Stacy. So, you know, it's like a little bit of LPGA royalty that'll be there. And um, if you remember last year, Cindy, we had Kathy Whitworth with us, and it was just a hoot. She really, she really shared her wit and why she was Whitworth. <laughs> Uh, Bill Huffman was the MC for the for the panel discussion, and he handed Kathy the microphone, and he never got it back. So it was just it was um, you know she just rolled and uh, really delighted everyone with her humor and her stories, and in fact. Um, on our website, which is golfitforward.org, we actually did a DBA as we put our website together because the Maryland Smith and Founders Legacy Foundation doesn't quite roll off the tongue very easily. <laughs> and Golf It Forward really explains what it is that we're doing as a foundation and as a mindset. So at golfitforward.org, there's an in-memoriam tab, 
And there's a very fun video with Kathy from last year's Sunday Tea. The audio is not the best, but it's, uh, we do get to hear her and see her and really enjoy since we did lose her this past December. But, you know, it just, I guess it makes me realize even more the importance of uh, forwarding their legacies, hearing their stories, honoring them, especially while they're with us. There's so much we can still learn. There sure is. And she's awesome. Absolutely love her. Love her, love mm-hmm. her, love her. Mm-hmm. Yep. But so we have that. all of those events start this coming Sunday. And, Cindy, as you mentioned, the auction is, um, we're going to have two auctions. Another one will open this weekend. The second one will have uh, higher-end golf experiences around the country. Uh, but the one there, but you can find both of them at golfitforward.org. There's a tab for the auctions. There's also a tab for the raffle if you want to jump in on the raffle. And we have in the raffle a signed golf bag that was signed, it's a commemorative Marilyn Smith bag signed by the LPGA pros who just participated here in Phoenix, the Phoenix area at the Drive-On Championship. And that's in there as well as a strand of pearls, which um, of course, you know, Marilyn always wore pearls and I'm sure she would approve. (laughs) And then we have a PXG driver and whatnot. So those are those are there as well, and the drawing for that will be on April 30th. And all the money does go, as you mentioned, Ted, to Maryland's Golf Scholarship Fund. And we just uh, designated 25 who will be 2023 recipients, or as we endearingly call them, pearls, Maryland's pearls. They actually named themselves Maryland's pearls. And we'll have two two of the uh, those 25 that are going to be at the Sunday tea to speak to the group as well. So um, lots, lots going on, lots going on. Definitely That's is. Awesome. Um, so let me, let me ask you um, if you could maybe just touch on a little bit about the scholarship fund for those that maybe again, tuning in for the first mm-hmm. time that aren't familiar with what, what it's about and how it benefits uh, many young ladies. Uh, and this was something obviously that was very important uh, for Marilyn and why it was started to begin with. But just maybe just give it a little bit of the history of that, how it was sort of set up and, and why she, she did that and was very passionate about it. Oh, yeah, thank you. Good point. Marilyn, if you think about this, she was playing golf as a junior, if you will, in the 1940s. And she was in college in the later part of the 40s, and there wasn't money for her as a collegiate athlete that there was for boys. In fact, her dad was told by the athletic director at Kansas, Fog Allen, that I'm sorry, Mr. Smith, that your daughter isn't your son. And she wanted to have some expense money for the intercollegiate golf tournament. And I think that no was really a defining moment for her because she was going to pursue. And they scraped up the money, and she went, and she won. And that, I think, was the impetus for her creating the opportunity for young women to be able to go to college and play golf. And in 1999 she started her scholarship fund. And 
since then, there have been 239 young ladies who have shared in $1.3 million to go to college. And these are incoming freshmen. The, they are typically not the girls who have a full ride. These are girls who the money helps them get to the school that they really like to go to, not necessarily their own state school because they probably would have already gone to their state school for golf. But let, let this help, let, let golf take you to the next level. Let it get you, put you on the road, get you, get you somewhere else. But it was really important that these girls are going to be on a, on a team playing for a school because Marilyn felt like that camaraderie, that sisterhood that she experienced was a really important thing to have, not going to school and being a lone soldier, but really having a community of girls, having a coach as a mentor, and, and that, that sisterhood kind of launches you and helps you with your confidence. And so all of these girls are incoming freshmen. They're going to play on their college or university uh, golf team, and they are rock stars as far as their grades, as well as community service. Um, they're, they're incredible, incredible young ladies, and um, wear the, the Marilyn Smith moniker really, really well. And in fact, at Founders Cup this year, which, you know, we're sad that it left our valley here, but it's in New Jersey, and it will be mid-May culminating on Mother's Day, we actually have a pearl who will be sitting on the perch. And for those of you who don't know what the perch is, at Founders Cup, they had the, oh, I guess the foresight to create a platform where the founders and pioneers would sit on, at the 18th green. So as the ladies are coming off of the 18th green, they can meet and greet and visit and say hello and perhaps um, catch a golf tip or a hug or something along those lines. And <laughs> there are no longer any pros, any um, founders who are sitting on the perch, but there are pioneers. And it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a lovely connection with golf's history so these girls understand whose shoulders they're standing on. And the fact that there will be a Marilyn Smith Pearl on the perch this year really is a testament to how we are honoring and remembering the legacy of the LPGA founders. It's, um, it's pretty exciting. So I'm, I'm thrilled that I'll, I'll be there as well. Not on the perch, but I will be at the tournament. Right. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I, I don't think a lot of people um, really fully appreciate um, what many of the women, obviously including uh, Marilyn and um, and some of the others, the original founders of the LPGA, just what what sort of trailblazing they did, um, and you know, so it's great that that she put in place a mechanism, if you will to really help basically pay it, uh, you know, pay it um, mm -hmm. so that future generations could benefit um, not only from her wisdom, but from the, the foundation that, that her and, and the other founders uh, put together. And I like the fact that she's done it through an educational um, system as well to allow them to get some assistance to, through the fund uh, to be able to go, you know, where they want to go and play golf, which is something obviously that she enjoyed. Um, and, 
you know, I, I like the idea of the perch. I think it's, it, it's regrettable, unfortunately, that none of the founders are, uh, you know, the original founders are, are with us anymore to, to be there, but uh, sort of the next generations and, and pioneers and that will be there. I also noticed, too, that they have um, sort of a fun nine-hole competition uh, that's going to be taking place as well. Tell us about that and some of the uh, participants. Well, we did. This is through our foundation, through Golf It Forward, and it, it's a Mother's Day initiative. So it'll start airing on the Bally Sports Network on Mother's Day and run through June. And what we did is we created a little oh, Solheim competition, if you will. So every three holes, the format changed. But it's a an awareness piece and a fundraiser for the Golf at Ford Foundation. And when an LPGA tournament came back to the Valley here in Arizona, it made it easier, since we've been trying to do this for three years, uh, it made it easier mm-hmm. to put it together. And God bless Scott Wood and the folks at uh, Superstition, um, uh, Superstition Mountain Country Club who helped us uh, put this together. We had Stacy Lewis and Brittany Lincecum, along with Cheyenne Woods and Blair O'Neill, and we had these two teams of ladies compete and very, very joyously when um, Stacy committed, she said, you know, I would really like Chesney to, um, to compete against Emery in a putting contest. So, I mean, they, they, the competition was on, and it was really all about the mom factor. And, in fact, they did do this. And I will tell you that, well, I'll tell you what happened. Um, it, we were on a part three, and so Emery and Chesney were putting for moms. And first off, Stacy's daughter, Chesney, is a golfer. She is, I don't know, all of what, maybe five years old, and she has her own little cute little set of clubs. And um, so she was wielding her putter, and we were waiting around the green for, for the moms to get up there. And Emery is not a golfer. She is a free spirit, joyous girl, and, but she's game for anything, right? And so <laughs> Brittany was away, which meant that Emery was going to putt first. And Chesney had a little bit of a hard time giving up her putter to Emery <laughs> to go ahead. <laughs> you know, it's like it's my putter, right? So right. Chesney, or Emery went ahead and putt, and she didn't do a, a bad job at all. And it went past the hole. Um, and then it was Chesney's turn to putt, and she, you know, lined up perfectly and did her thing. Well, the moms putt afterwards. And so Brittany goes ahead and putts, and she hits it just slightly past the hole, and Emery is making a beeline for that ball. And you can just feel the energy of the, the gallery that was sitting around the green, like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, she picks it up and throws it in the hole, and everyone yells, birdie. <laughs> you know, it, was just, it was one of those beautiful moments. And so, of course, um, Brittany won the hole. <laughs> Brittany and Emily won the hole. <laughs> but it was a, a great competition and, um, and just a, a very, a very fun day and learning a little bit more about how motherhood happens on tour and about their kids. They all had, they are, they all had their kids with them. 
Uh, Cheyenne has a, a little boy, and, and Blair just just had her second baby. And I think this might have been the first mm. time that she played golf since, um, since giving birth. And I have to tell you, she can hit the ball. I mean, and, and, and Cheyenne, I mean, the youngins were just incredible. It was um, a pretty joyous day. So hopefully we've launched something that will – um, that will continue for um, for years to come. And Tori Totless with Compete Confidence, she was the on-course MC, and so she'll be issuing. She she does a, she sponsors a scholarship every year for the mm-hmm. for the Maryland Smith Pearls, and so she's going to be mm-hmm. doing a match uh, in social media coming up here. So we'll make sure that you know about that. Um, as part of the fundraising component, but it was just just a, a little love fest, and we also did a fun a fun experience at the 13th hole because you know the 13th hole is where we think about the LPGA founders, and we've right. got a little campaign on social media at Meet Me at 13 or Meet Me dot at 13, and. Uh, just basically taking a selfie at the 13th hole and posting it and tagging hashtag meet me at 13. And, and you'll see in the, in the show that Stacy Lewis is just kind of standing around 13 and all of a sudden, you know, Tori walks up and says, Oh, are you here to meet me at 13? And Blair walks up and says, no, I'm supposed to be here meeting you at 13. And it was just very, just a hoot. And uh, so hopefully we'll get, we'll get a lot of traction on the, for meet me at 13 and the, the thinking about the founders and remembering what it takes uh, when you're at that 13th hole and you're just sort of at that point in your round that you need a little mm-hmm. uh, kind of get my act together and persevere a bit because that's exactly what the founders did to get this tour going and keep it going, right? So a similar kind of mindset. Sounds like there was some yeah, competition so on 13. Yeah, oh it sounds God. like there was some competition on 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these girls are quite competitive. We did a, a, a another game with bucket golf where you hit what's really a wiffle ball into mm-hmm. into a bucket. It was a pretty windy day, so that was kind of a challenge. And the gals practiced a little bit in advance before they had the opportunity to actually compete as their teams. And then they were basically throwing barbs about how how much practice you get. <laughs> you talk about competition. I mean, these these ladies, you know, if you think about the founders, they they were strong competitors as well. But if you remember any stories about Marilyn, she would often walk mm. past her ball because she was so busy talking with the gallery, <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, market and and build a tour that. Uh, um, she'd have to be reminded to go back and hit her balls, right? <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, it, it's interesting. And, and, Cindy, I know, you know, you were able to attend last year and that. What were some of your memories um, from that from that period? Obviously, I know you um, recognize the contributions that um, the founders have done to, uh, to get the, the rest of, the LPJ where they are today. What were some of your memories from last year? You know, I don't – here's what I think is so sad and why what Debbie's doing is so important. Um, 
so many of these junior golfers have no idea who these women are. And I think we're so lucky to have known them. And mm-hmm. and I stress mm-hmm. to my students, one of the boot camps, I did the junior boot camp, and um, we were at Orange County, and the kids are chipping. And I see this young girl come up, and um, she starts hitting chips to the same green that we're hitting chips. And she has a PXG bag, but she doesn't. It doesn't look like a tour bag. It's just a PXG bag. And I said, "Oh, honey, you know, we'll we'll stay way up here, and you can chip wherever you want down there." She goes, "Well, I'll just use this hole." I said, "Well, you can use the whole bottom end of the green, and we'll just stay up here." And again, you know, I'm friendly because I know that the people that are at Orange County that are practicing are usually there for a reason, right? And I said, "Do you play?" Now, all my kids that are in the boot camp aren't listening to me at all, which if I were me and I were at the boot camp, I'd be eavesdropping, right, because I'm a nosy little witch. But anyway, so I'm talking <laughs> to the girl, and I go, oh, do you play? Yeah, I play on the Epson tour. Oh, cool. She goes, well, and then she goes into it, right? Now she's comfortable talking to this old lady. And um, I went to Colorado State or University of Colorado, wherever she went to school. And uh, we came in second in the NCAA, and Stanford beat us or whoever beat us. And and I said, oh, really? And I said, well, I went to the University of Miami, and we won nationals three years in a row, She goes, or two years in a row. And she goes, oh, you're kidding, and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and so she goes on and on and on. Well, now she's comfortable talking to me. And I go, well, where are you from? Taiwan. And I, uh, when do you start? Well, we start the Epson tour this week, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's really cool, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. What's your name? Heather Lynn. How cool is that? And I go, wow, I do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And so she's going to be on the podcast in May. Got to go back to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. She signed up for a week that she was going to be in Taiwan. I go, that's not a smart move, you know, there's a huge time difference. Something was wrong with her green card, and, and I said, change the date. Come on a different day. And so – Next thing I know, I said, well, can we take a picture with you? So none of these kids are listening to this. And I'm like, you guys, you can learn an awful lot. You should come over here and ask her questions. And I said, Heather, would you mind if we took pictures of you? Yeah. Are you on Instagram? Of course I'm on Instagram. So I tag her, you know, and and they're not asking any questions. So if that were me, you know, I'd be asking 4,000 questions. So I was buddies with Whitworth. And Carner, I used to live in Carner's trailer, Airstream trailer. I had to pay her rent to live with these freaking cockroaches <laughs> that were 12 feet long. Right when I when I lived in there, I didn't know what a what a um, microwave was, so I stuck a Revere pot in her microwave and turned it on high. Mm. You don't do that because the whole microwave crashed in, and Don Carner wanted to kill me. I was like pow pow pow, and I'm like, oh my god, there's guns in here, right? And so I have so many great stories from learning lessons from these people. I remember being at French Lick, hitting it like crap, and Whitworth was there. I go, will you help me? She goes, oh, Cindy, 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 you try so hard. Stop trying so hard, Cindy. Yeah, but i got to try, you know. And just she looks at me and shakes her head and just smiles because she knows I'm a lunatic, right? But she loves me for that. So last year I took pictures with her and, Everybody, because you you admire them for their wisdom. 
And I said, why would you not want to hang out with these women? You And, and all these kids, they don't even know who they are. So um, thank you for well, doing I this, think, Debbie, because these oh, girls, need, the kids need to know who these women are, not only for their guts, for their brains. You know, Marilyn Smith, I used to have her clubs, Louise Suggs, you know, people go, oh, Louise Suggs and Patty Berg. And I go, Patty Berg wrote me a letter of recommendation. So did Kathy Whitworth. I mean, again, you've got to admire and respect whatever. I go on and on and on. And how grateful I am that I knew these people. So anyway, so, um, that's my... I, I, and I feel the same way. Now, look, at I came late to the party just by, uh, just in a very grassroots way, having met Marilyn and getting um, welcomed in and and uh, oh I don't know maybe side railed a little bit she she commandeered <laughs> and we were in each other's lives at a time when we probably both needed that most and she really introduced me to the LPGA and its history and the current girls and um, you know she she was so good at lifting people up. And you touched on a few things, Cindy, that made me think about, you know, like asking Kathy Whitworth for help. When these girls were on tour, they didn't have an entourage, right? So they helped each other. If you needed something, uh, help with with your swing, you asked Whitworth or you asked Marilyn or you asked Shirley. You know, you asked one of your playing partners. Mm -hmm. And here in our community through Founders Cup, the, the LPGA USGA Girls Golf Program, and God bless Corey Matheson, who has done an incredible job oh, God, with yeah. the chapter here. That's the largest in their system. So she would like to say largest in the world, right? But um, she, um, she would have these girls spend time with them, um, and then through COVID, do Zooms with Shirley and whatnot. And they grew up knowing these ladies, having had conversations with them. One of the scholarship recipients who is going to be at the tee happens to be from Phoenix. Her name is Annie Dawson. And she knew Marilyn and, had, and spent time with her year after year. So she's going to be speaking at the tee. And what a blessing that is. And... Um, it's just, it's special. I love the fact that there's a whole new community in New Jersey that is learning about who the founders are and having the opportunity to meet some of these pioneers. I think it's, it's important and it's special. And, you know, as we, we're also caretaking the memorabilia. We have Marilyn's memorabilia. We have some of Shirley's. We have some from some of the other founders. And in the effort to... You know, I, I, I'm going to be geeky about this stuff and want to see it and want to understand it and, oh, where was that from? And look at the large gallery behind that picture, you know, that, you know with, the, with the player hitting. And, um, you know, they really had a following. But it's got to appeal to that younger audience. And so we're doing some things digitally using QR codes so that we have videos of um, explaining what the item is. We have a lot of things that Shirley, while she was alive, she went through and told us about. So we're trying to purpose those properly as well. And interestingly, we had just a a few weeks ago um, a woman by the name of Jeannie. She 
she reached out because she heard that we're caretaking the memorabilia of the founders and pioneers, and she has all of Shirley Englehorn's memorabilia and everything related to her career. And Shirley was not a um, a founder, but she was a pioneer. She did play in the 50s. And if you Google her, you'll see that she won a major. She had 11 wins, but uh, 11 other wins other than her major. And she was known as Little Cheryl because that was to differentiate her from Shirley Spork, another co-founder of the LPGA and um, a wonderful, <laughs> my wisest friend. But Shirley... What, this, what Jean sent me that we'll have on display at the, um, at the Sunday Tea is her Ben Hogan Award. And she won the Ben Hogan Award, for, or I guess received it from him, because she had an injury, an ankle injury, and wasn't sure that she would come back and play, and in fact she did. So similar to Ben coming back from his horrific automobile accident, he would honor a player who came back to compete on tour and, um, and, and, and award them this. And so she was the recipient of this prestigious Ben Hogan Award. And coincidentally, at one of Shirley, when she was doing her pro-am, she was creating an endowment fund for the University of Eastern Michigan for the girls golf team there for women's athletics. Um, she had a great silent auction, and she came up to me, and she's like, Debbie, you and Jack need to get this, and you need to get this, and you need to get this. I'm like, okay, yes, ma'am. <laughs> one of the things that I came home with was one of Shirley Englehorn's one irons. She was known for being so proficient at hitting a one iron, and so I – um, we'll have one of her one irons in the in the display as well. But it's um, it's just so incredible that seeing the things that are in Maryland's we we endearingly call it the vault, <laughs> and doing the research and finding the stories and being able to convey them and they're so inspirational, so inspirational, and and still evergreen today. It's um, it's quite special quite special that's awesome you know we had uh, as you recall um, you know before she passed Marilyn on the show and mm-hmm. you know just so very humble and I actually called her right after the show the first time and um, she answered which was nice and was very very appreciative and I know she always had um, she said to me at the time, she said, you know, I always handwrite a note of thanks to you know, somebody that's done you know, something nice for, for me or what have you. And she said, but since we're on the phone, I'm not going to write you one. She said, so don't be offended. And I said, I won't be offended. <laughs> I said, I was grateful to have you on the show. And she said, because uh, she was literally thinking about, you know, okay, I'm going to write to Ted and Cindy and, and thank them for being on the show. But she said, since you called me, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna write it now. So just, I hope that won't won't be offensive to you. And I said no. I said we, we were blessed to have you on the show. Um, and you know she, as many of the others were, were so very humble um, in in what they did. And I don't think people really appreciate the the work that went into um, 
you know, the LPGA to get it where it is. And it was by those, those women, uh, those 13 women. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, now she's doing, uh, has done something, uh, putting this uh, scholarship fund in place. So I want to, as we get ready to sort of wrap things up, I want to just give you a moment or two, if you wouldn't mind, and just go through, because uh, it's this weekend, obviously, the, the dates um, for, for the various different uh, events and so forth, and, and um, where people can go to get more information. We'll give them the website again and that, but just sort of give us a, a quick recap, if you wouldn't mind, of uh, the events going on this weekend. Oh, thank you, Ted. Well, we have the Sunday tea, which is the meet and greet. We'll have a memorabilia display there and um, an expo as well as the interviews and whatnot. And that's on Sunday Club in Phoenix. And that's a free event open to the public. We just ask that people register at golfitforward.org so we have a food count. Um, and then on Monday is the Pro-Am over at Longbow. And Tuesday and Wednesday is the Marilyn Smith Arizona Senior Women's Open. That's the partners event. And that will culminate Tuesday, um, I want to say, early afternoon with, a, um, with the winners. And their surrounding activities are that there is the raffle and the auctions. And folks can look at both of those and at also at golfitforward.org. It's so nice to have a website where we can just send right. everybody. <laughs> and there's, there's yeah, information a- on the website as well with the history of the LPGA and the pearls and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's, an, it's a wonderful resource. Yeah, there's a lot of information, and obviously it, it helps when you have that resource to be able to direct people to. Um, again, just very quickly, if somebody wants to, um, I guess, be a recipient uh, of the Maryland's Scholarship Fund, uh, is there any sort of prerequisite? What is it they have to do? What step do they have to take to uh, be considered for that? So th- these girls have to be strong golfers. They have to... Um, basically have good grades and, and do community service, be involved in their communities. The application, the opportunity to apply, and this would be for high school seniors, will open up in October. It closes usually January 31st, and then we uh, do the evaluations after that and then announce at the beginning of um, April. So, um, it will, we'll, we will put out information through the website on the, the scholarship page of the link to go ahead and apply as we did this past year. And we'll do a grassroots effort as well because a lot of girls, mm-hmm. especially if their parents are already working with recruiters, know, um, they know where to go to look for scholarships. And so we try to do a little bit more grassroots. And Cindy, you were probably contacted to say who are the junior golfers that you know that you could um, recommend that they apply. So um, we've done that at uh, golf clubs for women's golf clubs across the country because very often the women have a friend who is a daughter or a granddaughter, and it's a lot of word of mouth rather than the traditional sources that we try to do that outreach in order to encourage more girls to apply. And what's lovely about that whole application process, Ted, is that the girls, 
watch the founder's film as part of the application. So whether or not they actually are awarded a scholarship, they at least learn a little bit more about the history of the LPGA. They have to answer an essay mm-hmm. question related to the film, how, how it resonates mm-hmm. with them, which is just the, the answers they give are, are amazing. And how they, they relate to the struggles or um, uh, just, just the various things, they, whether it was Alice Bauer having, you know, a family while she was on tour and these girls want to have families as well and knowing that it can be managed or whether mm-hmm. it was just playing against the boys or, and being told no or what it took to persevere within themselves, just the fact that they feel like it, these founders have inspired them to push harder or to, to hold their heads high. It's, it, it's, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's a great opportunity for, um, you know, a, a young lady that wants to obviously pursue golf, um, but to, to benefit. And it's also a great way to sort of keep the, the legacy alive of the founders. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, fantastic. And, and, uh, you know, um, we certainly have to, to thank, uh, you know, Marilyn uh, for, for doing what she did to, to get this started. And uh, so for those of you that are, you yeah, for those of you that are tuning into the show, if you want to get more information um, on the uh, Marilyn Smith and, and all of the uh, uh, different things going on this weekend, go to golf, uh, golfitforward.org, uh, golfitforward.org all the information there. And if you, again, if you're uh, interested in um, maybe being recipient of the uh, Marilyn Smith uh, Scholarship Fund, uh, there'll be information uh, available there uh, moving forward. So uh, thank you very much, Debbie, for, for coming on and uh, continuing to help share the legacy of not just really Marilyn, but really all of the founders uh, keeping their memory alive. And I think it's, it's important to do that for a multitude of reasons. I think they, they need to be uh, honored on a regular basis, and I think um, certainly, uh, as Cindy pointed out, the uh, up-and-coming um, members of the LPJ um, need to, and future, uh, need to understand who these people were that did a lot, because they wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for uh, you know, women like Marilyn and, and Shirley and many of the others that were there as well in the earlier days. So thank you very much for coming on and sharing that. Cindy, any final comments? No, just thank you so much, and have a great week next week. Thank you, Cindy. And next year we'll get the date to you quickly so you can you can schedule <laughs> and keep it yeah, on your calendar because you're, you're certainly missed. And I look forward to seeing you this summer. We'll make that happen, okay? Ma'am, let me know when you're coming up. May 30th. Okay. <laughs> All right. Debbie Waitis, um, speaker, author, and founder of Golf for Cause, helping to celebrate the memory of Marilyn Smith. Thank you very much, Debbie. It's a pleasure always, and uh, great success this weekend in, at the event. Thanks. I appreciate, appreciate your good thoughts and your support, and um, we will hold our finish for Marilyn. Right? Our finish. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. All right. Um, you know, just require, we're going to end a, uh, a few minutes early because I know, Cindy, you have uh, to, to get hopping and, and teaching the next generation of golfers. So uh, we'll make it real quick. But um, 
just really, uh, you know, you, you raised a really good point earlier is, is the lack of, of understanding um, of, of who these women were, particularly someone like Marilyn and that. And it just goes to show you, and we've, we've talked about this before, um, some of the, you know, players up and coming off of the, the tours, uh, you know, on their way to the LPGA that don't know who these women were. And it's a shame, really. So a- anything that can be done to, to sort of uh, celebrate them and, and uh, you know, give them the acknowledgement, excuse me, that they deserve, I think is, is um, an honor worth, worth, worth preserving. Don't you agree? Totally agree. Totally agree. And you're going to have to share. uh, Sorry, go ahead. It should be part of their learning. I I agree. Um, And uh, we'll get you to share some other stories uh, on a future show, but we've got to go this morning. Uh, We'll get you to do maybe next week. We'll get you to share. We'll share some other stories. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And, again, go to golfitforward.org to get more information on the upcoming uh, Marilyn Smith, uh, uh, Pro-Am, and, and all the other good stuff uh, that we talked about here today. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. God bless, and have a great week, and thank you for joining us on the Women of Golf. Thanks, and you have a great, uh, safe trip to Orlando. Thanks, honey. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's Women of Golf show. Ted and Cindy wish to thank this week's special guests. Remember to join them every Tuesday from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the iGolf Sports Network or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStreamLive, and of course Spotify. To get updates on the show, you can follow the Women of Golf's Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash womenofgolf. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.